Yeah, but you know, we noticed that in our P and L, and then we started noticing that. Well, that's not in the budget. We're spending more money on tools than we budgeted for last year. Now, granted, my budget isn't like it's going to be this year. Thanks to Sean, he shared with me some tools that I can use, and my budget's going to be a whole lot better. Money. Yeah, man, it's 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 all it's all money. It all freaking adds up. Having a budget yeah, tells you that hey, you're out of control. Something's wrong in this area. So my overhead last year was just absolutely through the roof, you know, and we're still maybe a little high in some places. I mean, I was floating towards 50 team members last summer. Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life. Powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life. What's happening, guys? My bad. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Where's Cannon Johnson when you need him, right? Where is he? (laughs) Oh, man, I was trying to hit the music. I was hitting the wrong music, trying to do the timer. I almost got it figured out. But we'll get it next week, guys. We'll get it next week. <clears throat> hey, look, guys, season four, episode 70, part two, building a budget to grow a profitable business. And we got a celebrity uh, host tonight. Uh, we've got Shane Catton. So what's up, Fence Lifers? Welcome to the live edition of My Fence Life. Tonight, we got Shane Catton. And if you don't know this cat, then you're about to. I love this guy. He's got a great voice. He's kicking ass and taking names in his region. And now he's running over his competition with his brand new F650 Super Fencer built by the one and the only Mr. Fence himself, Sean King. I tell you what, man, I saw that truck, bro. It's nice. That's Dan Williams' old truck, huh? It is. It is. Dan, that's Super Fencer. Uh, I drove that thing back personally. Uh, from the Gatlinburg Mr. Fence Academy retreat, which, by the way, was awesome. The amount of golden nuggets. Well, we had to get the truck to bring the golden nuggets back that we took from the event. <laughs> so we had we had enough we had enough room. Uh, no CDL required, which was always nice. Uh, but no, it's great. That red chrome rolling down the highway. We're excited to get that thing up and moving here. Uh, and Dan, thanks for having me on tonight. I don't know where Cannon's at. Where is it? We're gonna, we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna but, find uh, him, man. Yeah, we're going to have to find him. Yeah, <laughs> catching up on his TikToks, catching up on his TikToks. Yeah. But no, uh, Dan, I'm, I'm stoked to talk budgeting. The wise house, uh, do we need a budget? Who needs a budget? Um, we're going we're gonna to look at Q&As. We're, gonna, we're looking at the comments. We're answering questions. We want to hear from you guys as well, so we're, we're totally excited to talk about it. Yeah, man. So can, uh, you're, you're like running over your competition, man. Huh? Got that big old F-650 rolling around town, smoking them. Running we are, them. yeah, Is yeah. The Cannon reason? and uh, yeah, Cannon took one home, and 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 Team Good Shepherd took one home from the retreat. So uh, yeah, and Cannon and I actually got back at the same time. We both drove trucks. Like we were talking, we're like, "Hey, we got twins now." So it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, he ripped the red chrome off. He's Team Blue. Uh, we got we got blue, red, white. So we're gonna rock the red chrome. We love the red chrome. So shout out to Dan Williams. Love the red chrome. You know, thanks for the super. I was wondering if you're keeping it red, and that way, when you run your competitors over, the blood just kind of blends in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, less pressure washing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, guys, tonight we're going to be talking budgeting, budgeting, budgeting. 
So hold on tight. Get your pen and paper out because tonight's show isn't a show. It's a classroom, guys. So we're ready to kick ass and take some names. So, hey, what's up, Fence fam? Wait a sec. Wait, wait, wait a second. I shouldn't have to do this part. If y'all don't know oh. Shane Catton, he's got one hell of a radio voice. Huh? Shane, why don't you op- why don't you do Cannon's signature opening for us since you got that voice? I will. I will. What is up, Fence fam? Welcome to the realest, the best, the number one fence show on the planet. You're listening to My Fence Life. Just to make it official, the date is Wednesday, February 1st. Currently 7.43 my time, 6.43 if you're Central, if you're true Midwestern. You're 743. So, Dan, I know you're different. I'm different. Can's different. So, uh, but yeah, we're excited. Welcome to the Fence Life. Hey, guys, this show is for you. This show is for us. We call it My Fence Life. And if you're living the Fence Life, you understand just how real that can be. If you like the show, do us a favor. Uh, tell a friend. And also don't forget, the show is on three times a week. And you can download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and like 27 other platforms. And look, don't forget, you can rewatch the show uh, anytime, anywhere on our YouTube channel, My Fence Life. Heck yeah. But uh, I see Cannon. Y'all can't read. Cannon, we're going off the cuff. There's notes, but we're going off the cuff, man. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I kept the notes minimal. We'll, we'll, we'll try to keep it minimal. So yeah, we'll uh, do our best. But no, but. Uh, Everybody, my name's Shane Catton. I am the celebrity guest host tonight, sitting in for the Cannon Jackson, Jackson Fence Company with Diamond Tennessee. Tonight, hey, <laughs> did you, did you sure say you Cannon? Can? Did you say Cannon we, Jackson? You did. No, Cannon, Cannon Johnson from Jack. I think I said it fast. <laughs> Cannon Johnson from Jackson Fence said it fast. It's all right. I called <laughs> Matt Warner Kurt Warner last week. It's okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I'm coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, corner Good Shepherd Fence Company, known as Indy's leader in fence out of Indianapolis, located in the heart of downtown Indianapolis, right off the Spaghetti Bowl, if you're familiar with that. So Midwestern terminology right there. I like so, spaghetti. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. You wouldn't like it with all the construction we're having right now. But, uh, you know, Team Good Shepherd, we're one of Indy's leaders, uh, premier uh, residential, commercial, f- fence, gate, automation, temp fence, bollard, you name it, we install it. Home of the Lifetime Craftsmanship Warranty. And uh, I tell you what, in the screen right next to me right here, it's my co-host for the evening. My good old buddy, old pal, Dan Blanc. Dan, what is going on, buddy? Dan is where we (laughs) eat. He is from. uh, (laughs) Did you just throw a little Cannon Johnson twang in there? I did. I did. I had to. I had to. Uh, I had to. I miss him. I miss him dearly. No, Dan is what we call the fence king. And if you don't know the fence king, look it up. Check out his marketing. Check out his king ring. If you're at fence king, check it out. I've seen it. I love it. Uh, Dan is from Mandelville, Louisiana, also called the swamp butt capital of the world. Dan is the fence king, is known for his beautiful wood fence and privacy, security, and peace of mind, bringing it since 19. 19- 99 folks and together this is our show my fence life everybody here everybody here let's get into it here yeah. get stoked come on get started come on get started let's get it started let's get it started yeah you dancing up in this mug boy look at you <laughs> hey guys we got pump day yeah we got three rules to the show we're gonna talk beer we're gonna talk bourbon and we're gonna talk business so uh, go ahead, let us know in the comments what you're sipping on tonight, and uh, and we'll go from there. 
Exactly. Dan, you know what? I would tell you I'm sipping on a Miller Lite, but I reached in the fridge and found found some yingling. That's what? what I'm sipping on tonight. What's in that uh, What's in that glass over there? Dude, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in you. Cannon was like, so you're going to have on uh, Shane Miller Lite drinking cat in the night? And I'm like, yeah. And the dude pulls out a yingling, which, by the way, I like. I'm a yingling guy. I can definitely down yeah. a yingling. But me, tonight, I am drinking a good old Blanton's bourbon. It's uh, straight from the barrel, man. He's kind of hard to come by. But, uh, yeah. I love some good Blantons, baby. I love it. I love it. Billy Grove said, Ling Ling. <laughs> nice. Anyway, man, um, <clears throat> look, we're coming to you live from the Southwest Automated Security Classroom tonight. This ain't a studio. This is a classroom, guys. We want you to get your pen and paper out. We want you to be ready for this, okay? Uh, Southwest Automated, your one-stop shop for gate automation and access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more. With 19 locations, Southwest Automated Security will get the products that you want to your doorstep fast. And, dude, when I say fast, fast, they're like the Amazon of gate operators. I'm telling you, I don't know who you buy your gate operators from. But, like, you call Susan, and then, like, two days later, they're like, Amazon people are at your door, which is shit. It's pretty badass. Go visit southwestautomated.com. Dan, 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 Dan. Hey, we got an important review I need to read. Okay. What we got? What we got? Let's cut the music right quick. Hey, this review comes to us. From my fence life, I want some fence life or swag form. I mean, when we're talking fence life or swag, I know I got a piece around here. Fence life or swag, I got it on my personal truck. I got it on a super fencer. Come on, come on, talk to me. Come on, that's <laughs> uh, if, if you ain't in, you ain't in. Uh, no, it's coming from uh, Jared Twist out of Ranch Fist, uh, Mariposa, California. All right. Written by him, he goes, love what you guys do. You make, wait, what makes you guys better other than other fencing podcasts is that you keep it real and don't filibuster with stupid shit or worry about making the podcast long and make it meaningful, as always meaningful. Also, I love a few cuss words, (laughs) as noted in his review, and how you guys have started and been through the hard times of fence building and the frustrations. It's great to hear about the importance of culture and the numbers, gross margins, et cetera. Keep it up. Jared Twist, Ranch Fist, Ranch Fence out of Mariposa, California. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for that review, Jared. All right, guys, I'm ready to get this party started. Enough with all the uh, incidentals, all the BS, all the who we are, where we came from, how we got here stuff. Let's talk budgeting, Shane Catton. I want to talk budgeting. Um, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first, man? Because you got a long list. I'm looking at your notes here, and I'm like, this dude here, he stayed up all night, wrote a book. He's got bullet points, hashtags. He's Shane. What the, what? I'm just going to sit back and listen to you talk. How about that? Got to <laughs> have some hashtags. No. Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, we're going to be talking about a few things, everything from controlling your costs to what's a budget do for you. Um, do I need a budget? What's a budget done for us at Good Shepherd? I mean, um, some folks know it, some folks don't. I'm 
you know, less than three years in the fence business, you know, less than three years of business ownership, right? Coming from an HR world where I didn't have to worry about the budget. I had other business models and, you know, they tell us kind of what the budget is or corporate or, you know, we'll work to that, you know, didn't have to really about working, working the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Somebody um, telling you what the budget was. You weren't having, you just were like, okay, yeah. that's not in the budget. Yeah. We're not doing it. Yeah. Or I'd say, put it in the budget, send it to the finance department. And it was their job to figure it out. And it's not my job to figure right. it out. So now it's my job to figure it out. It's like, wait, what? So, yeah, I mean, and when did we even start using the budget? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about, but uh, there is, man. There's a lot. Um, I can tell you what, we got a budget and we're starting to use that budget. But one of the things I budgeted for, I didn't think I was going to start doing four weeks into the year. Yeah. So we had budgeted. We're like, all right, we're going to get a third crew going. We've been having trouble getting uh, a subcontractor, right? We're wanting to get a sub to come in, knock out some work, and like, all right, go on, go sub or whatever you do. And, hey, man, I'm getting a little behind. Come help me catch up on my schedule kind of deal. Well, we haven't been able to find that. Um, We've had guys apply, but they're always missing a piece of the puzzle. I literally had one guy show up, wanting a sub, and he had an Explorer and no trailer. I'm like, uh... Dedication. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he, he was on top of his game. He said, hey, man, can't you just... uh, you know, put it on my roof rack. No, no, no. He wanted me to. This just tells me where he came from. He wanted me to go to Home Depot, pick up the material, and drop a trail off at the job site. I'm like, well, first we don't go to Home Depot. Second, we got our own yard. And third, uh, why would I be paying you to do the fence if I got to haul the material there? Well, yeah. Can't you get them to yeah. deliver it? I'm like, uh, we're all right. Let's all right. interview over. Right. So that's the kind of people I was getting. I did have one guy. Uh, Mike Moore out of uh, Florida, good guy. He helped me work through the pricing and stuff for subcontractors, and we were going to get Mike to come over, but things got a little slow. But I tell you what, man, we've on our third largest month ever in Fence King history. I don't know where the work is coming from and what's happening, but because of that, uh, it's taken me Friday. We decided get another truck on the road, and that truck will yeah. be on the road tomorrow. So we budgeted to have another truck, right? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, May-ish, April, we'll get that truck going. So the budget will have time to start making its money and doing its thing. And oh, yeah. guess what happened? Hello. Yeah, four <laughs> weeks in. Yeah. Um, you know, I dropped like seven, $8,000 on Mr. Fence Tools the other day and Hey-o. You know, then you got a trailer at the welder getting welded and fabricated up because, you know, you don't have time to do it yourself because we're trying to get all this work done. And, uh, you know, I had guys in the yard today getting the truck ready, and it, it was crazy, man. But we will have that truck on the road tomorrow. And if you look at my checking account, you'll be like, I can tell. <laughs> you got a truck ready. <laughs> There's a truck ready. <laughs> so yeah, budget. We budgeted for that, but we ended up hitting it four weeks in, man. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's that hurts. I talked to Sean today, and I told him, and Sean started laughing. Put it in the budget. I'm like, Sean, it's in the budget. I just didn't think I was going to do it in four weeks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that ain't no joke. I mean, hey, it's just like uh, just like Super Fencer. I mean, were we planning? Yeah. Do we want one? Yeah. Opportunity arose. You know, we had to make a decision, make it happen, you know, and, and you, and you got to you gotta shift things around. You got to sell accordingly, you know, watch your overhead and 
I'm right there with you, man. I was, uh, we were probably thinking mid year because we didn't know what the availability was, right? Yeah. Um, or different things like that. For well, you uh, were probably, team. you were probably thinking, all right, so we tell Sean we want one in February, right? We buy the truck, give Sean a little cash, start building it out, you know, April ish, we might have the truck. And you went to a retreat and came home with a truck. All right. Exactly. Timeline yeah. sped up quick, man. So how how does that how is that affecting your budget? Let me ask you that. Yeah. No. I mean, big thing is right. Like you know, kind of the tagline is you know, put it in the budget and send it. Right. You know, plan mm-hmm. for it. Um, the big thing is is you know, kind of going back to what we were looking at. What are we spending in um, uh, equipment and maintenance fees? You know, on trucks to keep them on the road. Right. Like let's let's be real. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I was buying you know, four or $5,000 trucks just to, you know, get the ball rocking, you know, cause we reincorporate different things like that. Right. Uh, everybody's been in that boat. Some people are still in the boat, right? Like it is what it is. Uh, well, when the truck costs more to keep it going than what it's worth, that's a, it's a problem. Um, Definitely. And uh, when I'm spending, you know, 1500 bucks a month just to make sure we're getting out there, that doesn't include the downtime, the man hours, the lack of efficiency, the, the productivity, you know, different things like that right we're like well hold on a second uh you know the the truck's not an idiot we're the idiot right like why what could we do better you know so then it's okay it's eliminating trailers you know because you know not every never not everybody bring in knows how to drive a trailer right you know so it's easier sometimes to uh talk about you know doing the uh you know the no trailer thing well okay well now we do no trailer how big's your bed can you get the whole job done a day right uh, mm-hmm. Dan, I know you're a postmaster King down there in Mandelville, you know, um, you know, we do a lot of driving up here ourselves, you know, residentially, commercially, um, you know, our big things, one stops, just like everybody wants to do in and out, in and out, uh, good for the cruising customer. I couldn't do that on the 12 foot bed. Um, you know, how many times have you tried to put a, a bunk or two of concrete and a, a bunk of two by or a four by fours on the thing? Well, you're setting your job, maybe. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you may get some pickets out on the back, of it, you know, or <laughs> so on and so forth. Right. Um, but in a large, a lot of the larger projects that we focus on, um, you know, not not the hundred footers, the 50 foot, you know, whatever. Right. We need to be well equipped. The, the you know, the guys need to be equipped, you know, with the tools. Right. For success. Like put it on the other shoe. Like if I'm out there building fence, I I want everything I need. Right. Like and if I don't need it. Right. I want it just in case. You know, uh, and there's been a lot of instances where we got to run something out there. We got to do something. It's downtime, right? And there's so much productivity and profit loss there. uh, We said there's no reason to not buy it uh, Mm -hmm. because, okay, you eliminate these other trucks and all this other stuff, right? We're going to see, you know, with our budget, our forecast, we can see after understanding our man hours and where our downtime lies, right? That we're gonna we're gonna make this back. This isn't a problem. Well, it's kind of you know? it's kind of like when I was painting the inside of my house, right? I was like, all right. The guy was like, hey, we got this paint, we got this paint. So you can either pay now or pay later. Yeah. I just paid now. All right, I want the top of the line paint, best damn paint in the store. So now I don't have to paint in five years. Yeah, I have to paint in ten. I'm just using numbers. I don't know paint, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, it's exactly. kind of like postmasters. You know, buy now, pay now, pay later. You know, you can reuse these posts in fifteen, twenty years, or you can replace them all. 
Yeah. You know, so that's that's what you did with your budget. You're like, hey, we budgeted for all these repairs and all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. We can take that out the budget, plug in this super offensive truck. Well, not only that, yeah. you were dealing with um, – you were dealing with guys that, hey, I can't drive that trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, or, I got a crew right now where a guy can drive a trailer. He can pull it. He just can't back it up. They get to the job. One guy jumps out of the other one, and they switch, and he backs in because he yeah. doesn't have a driver's license. Yeah, if you can't put <laughs> you know? a reverse Terry with a trailer, get out of the seat, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah, so that's what we're, you know, but we're we're converting a lot of our trucks to the 550s, 650s, quad cabs, you know, bigger trucks because we're doing a lot of bigger things and stuff like that, so on and so forth. Um, but I'm not experiencing any downtime with those vehicles. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, it's 05, 07. You know, it's like I'm dumping money. It's downtime. You know, crews are frustrated. You know, nothing nothing worse than going out there to bump a key and the key doesn't even bump. You oh, know? man. Or you, or you bump it. And, you, and and there's no heat, and it's currently what fourteen <laughs> yeah fourteen degrees here right now. Like, I mean, well, you go to you go to clean the windshield, and uh, the hose is all rotten, and there's no no water coming out, and you're trying to drive down the interstate, can't yeah, clean the yeah. window. I know that sounds minute, but when you're pulling the material we're pulling at sixty seventy miles an hour, you need to be able to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's um so you so you stuck it in the budget and you just used yeah. it a little early. So Yeah. Well, we we reviewed our, you know, we review our budget, you know, uh, monthly, quarterly, you know, as needed, whatever, right? Um weekly with Kathy our CFO, P&L and stuff, right? But yeah, when we looked at and we tallied up the number of dollars that we've spent on truck maintenance and then we tie those dollars back to the certain trucks, right, with the POs and everything's like that. We're like well, hold on a second. I've only spent, you know, fifteen hundred bucks on on my twenty twenty one five fifty, but I've spent, you know, twenty one hundred dollars a month on average <laughs> with this 05, you know, OG, you know, nickname we nickname all of our trucks. Fun fact. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So OG, the OG truck, it, nicknamed OG. There's a reason it's OG. Like it's basically a lawn ornament, you know. At this point, we're like just nobody touch it. Don't break it. Like just right. It's it's running like it's an it's a nine one you know. But we'll we'll, yeah, we'll we, use it to go to the store to get parts for the other truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We need a case of water from Kroger two blocks away. Go get that. Right, um, right, right. Like, but yeah. So we start looking at, and you know, you're, you know, if you're if you're looking at it, and you're and you're costing all that stuff properly. Your your mouth can drop when you start looking at stuff. You know, not to mention uh, hand tools and replacing those and all that stuff. I don't even get me started on that. Um, but yeah, so we saw that and we got the opportunity and, you know, we, we discussed it and we said, there's, there's a reason, you know, it's here. And well, look, man, I'm looking at your notes and I like this next one. I'm going to read your notes. It says, how do we come to find out we need a budget and where to start yeah. and how to work it? This is, this is a phenomenal answer right here. Go ahead. I'll let yeah. you answer your own yeah. question. No, absolutely. Um, I'm not going to give the story on how Sean, I'm, if you were at the retreat, you heard my announcer voice. I, I gave the story how Sean and I met, but long story short, um, got the opportunity to meet Sean King two years back now um, and, and really start diving into what the business side of fence is. You know, I understand business. My business partner, Jacob and Chad, we understand business, we understand fence. Like, but how do you make it work? Right. And how do you make it work? You know, to, 
not your benefit, but the company's benefit, right? Your team members benefit, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that may be, the customer's benefit, whether it's costing correctly, you know, uh, and accurately, uh, Mr. Fence Academy, um, you know, you know, and, and there's different levels that are now coming out uh, of the Academy, which are going to be exciting. Um, you know, reach out to me, reach out to Ken, reach out to Sean, uh, Josh, Chris Gass, any of us, right? James, um, Alex Harris, I see him in the comment, reach out to any of us, talk to us how to get involved in that. Um, but yeah, jumped into it and, and we started looking and we started talking, we started having those meaningful conversations. Uh, and we're, holy cow, like, yeah, there's a P&L, but does a P&L really tell you everything? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you really dive into this? You I know, man, you can, you can print a P&L, but yeah, you know, you like can print bank I, statements. The way I know. like to print my P&L is with the percentages, you know? Yeah. You got, you got to yeah. look at that. So, you know, so we just had this huge influx of business and we're like, all right, where is this coming from? Okay. So how much did we spend on advertising this month? We need to figure out what's the percentage of that compared to the sales. And you want to, you, you, you want to be, you know, 5% or less. You don't want to hit eight, you know, three is great, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, so you want to watch that. You know, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars worth of sales come in, and you're spending ten thousand in advertising, that's not good. Ten yeah. percent's not good. So you yeah. need to watching just those numbers. So having your uh, P and L broken down by the month, and having it done by percentages, then you can go ahead. Bam! Oh, whoa, that number's off. Yeah. And you start knowing those numbers. You start knowing them like second nature. Yeah, the four pillars, material, overhead, labor, and profit. Understanding yeah. where all those run and how they line up in your P&L and how they equal 100%, right? That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a simple equation right there. It's so. important stuff. So by knowing those percentages, those things start helping you with your budget. And then you can start looking at your budget and going, oh, well, you know, we're going to spend this and this and this on advertising. And we plan on, um, you know, our gross sales are going to be this. And you're like, well, wait a second. That's not adding up. Because, yeah. yeah. That's not going to work. Yeah. yeah what advertising on, budget's too high for what we're doing. And you start making adjustments. And I love Sean's spreadsheet, how it works. You know, you just go ahead and add in another another team member. Boom. And then it tells you how much you need to do in sales. Yeah. Yeah. You want another truck? Boom. It'll tell you. How do you need to adjust your monthly sales? Uh-huh. You know, based off of historical data, start collecting the historical data. Do it for many years, right? And then you start to really run the numbers. Um, and, and, yeah, so then we say, can we hire another guy? Is it, is it beneficial to hire? Is it, is it not, right? Do we have too many bodies? Or are we being efficient or being proficient, right? Um, and those are some questions we've had to ask, especially last year. Um, you know, just to kind of put it into perspective for folks. And I'm sure some folks are in, in the position or, or thinking, do I need to hire or is it whatever? And you can even use the corporate mentality, right? Throwing bodies at the problems, not, not always the solution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, look at, um, you know, more so like here locally, right? We got like Amazon's a big employer for everybody, right? Former, former Amazoni, right? Uh, Salesforce, big data company here. We're all familiar with Salesforce, very similar to Job Nimbus, right? Larger scale. Um, they're cutting thousands of people, right? Because they had an influx of a need, right? They, they threw bodies. That's a problem. Uh, now they're not sticking. You know, mm-hmm. there's still problems, right? The labor is not the thing, right? It's kind of just like hiring during peak season, you know? Um, 
is the peak going to stay? Is it not? Right. You know, so uh, we, we hired bodies. We threw bodies at the problem thinking our lead time was this, was it the, you know, whatever. Um, no, it was the lack of, lack of training, you know, lack of maybe uh, uh, properly managed tools, right? Are they, are they taken care of or people not communicating, you know, whatever that may be. And, um, you know, did, did we have to have some tough conversations and let some people go and set some expectations and, and do all that stuff? Yeah, that's what we got to do as a business owner, right? Well, yeah, I mean, um, so not to interrupt you, but um, yeah. I'm going to interrupt you, but, uh, you know, well, by looking at our tools and the percentage every month, like, why why is this where it's at? This isn't right. Well, my guys were going through freaking uh, cordless sawzalls like they were freaking candy. Yeah. I'm like, well, what, what the fuck are y'all doing? You know? Well, come to find out, they're putting that big-ass battery on the end of the sawzall. You know the one I'm talking about, the big oh, yeah. freaking $250, $300 battery. It's like a loaf of bread. Sawzall, yeah. And when you slide it on, it's just got this little thin plastic that holds it on. So now they're in yeah. a hole knocking it around, and they're breaking that off. Now you can't put a battery on it. Yeah. It's done. So we fixed that problem. Yeah. They don't like yeah, it. So. But you know what we did? We went and bought corded Sawzalls. Haven't had one Boom. break yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I had I had I had I had a quarter sawzall break today. Unfortunately, <laughs> not to jinx you. <laughs> no, but, but you know what? I mean, I was going through them like candy. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! So then you bring them to go get them fixed, and then they yeah. come back and tell you they can't fix it or it's going to cost you eighty five dollars to fix it. I'm like, wait a second. That's um, what I tell them every yeah. time I take a tool there. It's eighty bucks or yeah. more. Yeah, we don't even take you know? them anymore. Just trash them. Throw them away. Yeah. Or, I, it, or we actually yeah. have a graveyard. So we start stealing parts and fixing the ones that we have, you know, <laughs> because they go through them like, you know, the sawzalls oh, yeah. at least. So now no more. They got corded sawzalls. They're all bitching. It's all raining. It's wet. They're pulling cords around. They hate it. Yeah. But you know oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Then we're going to go back to cord, cordless and they're going to go, ah, you got that yeah. big battery on that. Take that off. Put, yeah. put a smaller battery on it. They're going to learn. School of hard knocks, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we noticed that in our P&L. And then we started noticing that, well, that's not in the budget. We're spending more money on tools than we budgeted for last year. Now, granted, my budget isn't like it's going to be this year. Thanks to Sean, he shared with me some tools that I can use. And my budget's going to be a whole lot better. But Money. Yeah, man, it's, 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 all, it's all money. It all freaking adds up. You yeah. Know? And yeah. So having a budget yeah, so, tells you that, hey, you're out of control. Something's wrong in this area. Yeah. So my overhead last year was just absolutely through the roof, you know, and we're still maybe a little high in some places. But we, you know, we do some different things. We have two different entities and whatnot. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I was floating towards 50 team members last summer, you know. What do you have um, And so I, you know, I started looking around and I'm like, who's a who's a cost department and who's a. Who's the profit department? Yep. Who's engaged? Yep. Who's not engaged? Who's learning and growing and developing? And who's who's stagnant? You know, who can we move the needle on? And who, you know, and, and who can't we? You right. know, and, and we start having those conversations, right? Because just like all of us, right? The foremen are going to tell you. The team members are going to tell you. And so once you start looking at the budget, I mean, um, like I said, from overhead to everything to, uh, you know, honestly, crew member development, right? Like, do I really want you riding in a truck your entire life? No, that's not necessarily. But 
like that's the goal is like to grow folks and to grow the team and like everybody grows together. Right. Uh, we ended up cutting like 10 team members, you know, that just, they weren't, they, they weren't in it, you know? Um, and, and if I gotta, if my, not me, but if the foreman has got to tell somebody, Hey, the minute we get out of the truck, we're unstrapping, we're doing this, we're key posts here. Right, we're doing right. this, we're doing that. And, and they have to do it every single time after three months. I mean, they're like, just put him on somebody else's truck. Right. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And then he's doing riding. the same thing on that truck. Yeah. I mean, uh, dude, I've been, yeah. I, 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 it, uh, I, I don't know what's going on around here, but I've had more guys from other fence companies call about jobs. We hired two and I got a third one I might hire and they're all not working because work's slow. I'm like, yeah. we got, we got enough work to keep you busy for a couple months. And, yeah. um, they're like, what? So I hired two of them. And I tell you what, hiring somebody who's been in fencing is a whole lot different than hiring somebody who never has. They know yeah. what to expect, you know? Yeah. So um, it's all working yeah. out for us. But uh, Yeah. And know, there's pros and cons of that as well. I've done that before, going back to the hiring routes and all that stuff. You know, brought in some and, you know, the old dog's new trick line. It's, uh, it is hard uh-huh. sometimes, you know? and um you know, we we introduced um, you know dry packing. You know, a couple of years ago, and you know that's sometimes in an interview. Hey, this is what we do. This is our process. You know, AFA NAFTA standards is what we're doing. Boom, boom, boom. You know, and that I've had I had you know some people just get up and walk out. You know, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, wait, what? Not nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, hey man, just talking like so, I, thought, I thought it was going good. You know, we just hired, um, we just hired these two guys, right? With like one a week ago, and then one this week. And both of them, when they went ahead and came into the office, first they were just kind of like looking around, like, okay, I thought maybe um, I was like coming to see you in a portable building or something. No, we're in a brick <laughs> and mortar. You know, we're good. And then they come in my office, and uh, you've seen pictures of my office. Yeah, my screens and stuff, and they're looking at me. So we start talking about how we build. How, how do you build fence? What do you do? Okay, well we do things a little differently. And then I start pulling up little beaver YouTube videos, and they're like, <laughs> just blank stare. Then we start showing them videos of Sean use. Uh, actually, I got a video of Cannon using a pencil vibrator. And oh, like, nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, we just scooped some. Oh, we just wow. scooped some this week. Oh, really? Those yeah. things are awesome, bro. Then Cruise, I got a video. They came in. It, I looked like Santa. I mean, they're like, get out. <laughs> it took us a second. It took us a second, right? Like, so wait, you it doesn't matter wait. how what you're doing, whatever. They're like 500 bucks a piece. Like, you, you, going back to budget, right? Like, we're spending this. I'm spending, you know, whatever. It's called fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a year on tour repairs or something like that, right? How do we, you know, what can? The, but what's the benefit? What's the ROI, right? Like, well, it's. Let me ask you, know, you this. Let me ask you this, man. Did you just now start using pencil vibrators? Oh, bro. When I got pencil vibrators, my wow. guys were just like, you, I know. you are we, a we've God. Sent, we've sent guys down to training at Sean's. And, um, you know, if you haven't taken advantage of that opportunity, do it. Yeah, um, they got a process. It's systemic. It's it's scientific, right? Um, but my guys, you know, a couple went down to like, hey, man, like, pencil vibrator, get out. You know, and, and we're like, oh, okay, okay. You know, it's just like buying a new 
you know, $8,000 welder. It's like, okay, well, hold on. We got to figure it out. Well, it uh-huh. makes sense. You know, um, <laughs> Alex, they come from the second <laughs> You see that comment? <laughs> Alex that's, that, that's that, that's Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. To, Alex Harris of uh, Unlimited Fencing from Birmingham, Alabama just commented, those pencil vibrators, they come from the sex shop. They are. Dude, when you see them, you're kind of like, uh. Oh, yeah. But look, well, man, when it, we got those suckers and started using them, uh, <laughs> it, my guys were just, they <laughs> they look like Popeye. They're off from dry packing. No. Oh, know? yeah. 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 So now you, they got the yeah, pencil you got to announce my DeWalt pencil vibrator just came in. That's how you have to, you can't just, my vibrator came in. You, you got to say DeWalt. Pencil, you say DeWalt. It's, a, <laughs> it's a line. Yeah. I said, I said the short version the other day, and somebody goes, the what? Um, so yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're busted on that. We're the, we just scoop some. So crews are excited. Dude, those are, they're going to, they, they're going to change everything, man. You know, I showed these guys Canon using a pencil vibrator. Then I showed him, a, I showed them a video of Sean dry packing a post and then doing his little hand, you know, standing on the side of it or whatever that thing's called that he does. And I'm like, yeah, yeah man, we, we say gay posts and build the same day. And they're just like, oh, wow. Well, this one guy came from a company that his grandpa's had for years. And I guess things are just slowing down. Grandpa's not into yeah. it. So he's like, hey, man, grandpa just ain't getting it for me. I'm not getting the hours. And when I started yeah. showing him what I was doing, he's like, man, I can't wait to tell my grandpa. You know? And yeah. you want to know what's funny about fence guys? And, you know, they all think they've got it figured out. We got this secret thing that I do, and Nobody else knows about it. I can't let Good Shepherd Fence know about this A-frame that I'm using to pull posts out the ground because yeah. if they get it, they're going to have an advantage on me. It's a secret. Don't tell nobody. Right? Yeah. So this kid comes in. He's like, kind of looks around. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you this or not. I'm like, what? He goes, I know how to use an A-frame. And I'm like, what's an A-frame? He's like, yeah, it's something my grandpa came up with. No other fence company uses it. I'm like, really? What is it? So he starts describing it, and I'm like, oh, you mean like a quick pull? And I went to YouTube, and he's like, wait, other people use those? I'm like, yeah, man, it ain't a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should see the behemoth Sean just manufactured. That thing is, woo. Yeah, Sean King made one with an air compressor. You just hit a button, and it pulls a post out the ground. The kid was like, really? I'm like, yeah, Dang man. Up. It's not, it's not, oh. it's not a secret, bro. It's not a secret. Grandpa didn't come up with something. Somebody else is oh. doing it. Oh yeah, that thing will pull footers out of the foundation of a home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, wait. Back to budgeting. You cut ten members, team members. Dude, yeah. I did the same thing. I cut yeah. ten thousand dollars a month out of my payroll. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, that's a lot. Wait, so a lot of money. You know what I did? I cut ten grand out of my payroll by letting two team members go and cutting my time in the yard down. Mm-hmm. And then, but then I turned around and spent almost ten grand on two little beavers. But guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm getting the same amount of production out of those crews, and I only had to pay for the little beavers once. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. Just, I mean, similar perspective. It's like, you know, you know, do I have two yard guys or do I have one very proficient guy, right? Like I'm paying two guys to do the job that in all reality, one person could do and still have time to, you know, 
clean up and do things and whatnot. Right. Uh Um, and so that's a conversation, you know, we said, well, well, this, you know, this hourly, it's, it's kind of high, but when you look in the scheme of things, what am I actually putting out? What am I getting? Is my trucks delayed? Are we, are we running parts all day? So now we're not loading. So we can't be ready for the next day. Like, so where's our bottlenecks, right? You start looking at that and you know, you understand it, then you can see it in the budget, and then you, then you can, okay, now I understand it, I can see it. Now, how do you put the pencil, you know, pencil to the paper and say, okay, how do we, you know, do something about this, right? So we said, okay, you know, we're we're losing opportunities here, we're touching a lot of jobs, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that, right? So how do we, you know, find that magic number, right? Find that margin you need to hit, you know, doing different things like that, right? Um, you know, and then really. Uh, from there, we said, okay, we can eliminate here. We can eliminate here. We know if if we we only got so many guys here, we can actually be more productive because this guy's just getting in the way. Focus on the training. Focus on the development, right? Um, rain days equals train days around here. Yeah. And, you know, we, we cut 10. Um, but guess what? I also touched 186 jobs less. Listen to this. Wait, and 186 what? less jobs? 186 less jobs. Holy this. shit! And I, and I put an additional 1.2 on the books. Yeah. So I mean, 186 you know, less jobs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, imagine that. I I did the math. It was rough. It was like an like a, let's call it like an additional five jobs a week or something like that. Like we had to touch last year. Um, you know, now we have time to really focus on you know the large projects that we're doing or the specialties. Or, or whatever that may be, or finding that right dollar, uh, that right margin amount that we need to be selling the job at, right? Uh, because there's chasing dollars and there's chasing, you know, good profitable work. Um, there's customers you want to work for and they want to work with you, uh, and, and and then the vice versa, right? So learning how to say no more, being strategic about the no's, right? Um, some people may say, wait, you cut 10 guys, I can't even get 10 guys, Right. Yeah. Um, that's a whole, that's a whole different conversation, right? Well, um, you know, the, the other thing too, is when you're talking about cutting got 10 guys, you know, all your guys are W2. So not only did you cut 10 guys, but you cut 15% per guy on payroll taxes. Without a doubt. That's a, and that's a whole nother thing, you know, and it's insurance and it's, you know, whatever that may be, you know, risk on the road, you know, something, whatever that, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I had I had a couple crews that I was sending out that basically everything they touched, I sent another crew Ooh. to go back and fix. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, hold on a second, like, I, what? Huh? Well, you know, this is what we did, man. So I'm on my guys, like literally. I have geo a geo uh, uh, fence around my yard. Okay. So I get an alert every time the crew leaves. So I look and I'm like, all right, y'all were in the yard 48 minutes this morning. Y'all were in the yard 37 minutes. And every Monday morning and our Monday morning meeting, we go over that time. Well, they're not getting out quick enough. Like, hey, we're doing everything we can to get out. So I got one of these fence guys we hired. And guess what he's going to do every morning? After the crews get out, he's going to pull all the orders for the next day. Then he's going to yeah. drive out and go meet whichever crew needs him. Yeah. Now he's a floater. So if somebody calls in sick, then he gets on that truck. Truck keeps moving. So I, I 
completely understand what you're talking about when it comes to being proficient. Now, is this guy, um, we're having, uh, Cannon's telling me to tap my mic. Can y'all hear me? Can you hear that, Shane? I can. Yeah. So, um, when the, uh, when the guys don't show up, then we got a floater. Then we got a guy that is going to be the, the floater. Um, Cannon's messing with me. I'm not even going to read. I'm not even going to read the damn comments. Cannon's messing with me. Tell me my mic's not working. Get out of here. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> anyway, Forget about it. You know, so look, this guy that we're going to have pulling orders, he might not be the guy. And I told him that. I said, hey, man, yeah, you don't do good. Guess what? You're losing this. And you're going to be on the job first thing in the morning digging holes, so you better do this job right. Because if not, there's a lot of guys on these crews that would love to have your position. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Dan. I'll make it happen. I'm like, all right, because I'm going to know if these guys are getting out in time. You know? But that's another part of the budget. Hey, yeah. where can I save money? Yeah, I might have a guy that works in the yard a few hours pulling orders after everybody leaves. But how much time is it going to save for two, four, six guys to sit in the yard for yeah. an extra 30 minutes every day? Th- do the math yeah. on that, man. If I got 25 guys sitting out there making, on average, 20 bucks an hour, I mean, I'm burning, you so know, you 1500 got- bucks in the morning. You know, 1000 bucks in the morning, you know, depending exactly. on how long people are lingering or what. I mean, it's just, it's in- it is insane. So, yeah, we started looking at that. And we said, well, we're spending, you know, or we're missing opportunities on an extra $100,000 of labor, you know, or, or something like that, right? And that's not considering the time on the job and the, and the you know, pushing the schedule and getting, you know, stuff like that. I mean, we could sit there for a couple of days and do the math on that and really cry. Yeah, but, um, yeah really, really. Yeah, so it's like there's two guys in the yard. Is it, you know, does it make sense? Does it not? You know, so on and so forth. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, we've, we, you know, we've, we've had to have tough conversations, make critical decisions. Um, buy a super fence or do different things like that, right? But you got to plan, you know, without that, right? So three years ago when I jumped the business, uh, no way in, in heck I would ever know, you know, obviously being a fresh, you know, you know, in, in the business, all that stuff, right? I wouldn't know exactly how to, how to plan, you know, what my business is, you know, telling me, right? Because the budget will tell you what the price your job at, right? You know, it, you, yeah. you know, back in the day, people, oh man, I'm, it's $500 a day. I feel good with $500 a day or, Ooh, man, I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm smacking a grand on that. We're bringing home the bacon. It's like, well, you also just put, you know, 300 bucks in, in, in the gas tanks. And you also just paid your light button. You also just did this. And Oh, right. wait, so, you actually owe 50 bucks now to this. And then this, and now you're yeah. owing money, you know? So it's like, you know, and we were, we were guilty of it in the beginning, right? When we jumped in, you know, uh, you know, partner, we did whatever. Right. But, we didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know until we knew it, right? And so, that's that's a classic line. Is I love that line, and that and that allowed us to say, okay, we we can you know we need to move our overhead down. We need to you know cost of goods here. You know we need to cost this here, right? Because it was just a jumbled mess, right? We go to the tax guy and we into the year financials. We're you know we were just like, well, hold on a second. This to you know now we can have the strategic conversations. You know, Ken and I have talked about it. Dan. You know all these guys. You know, yep. you can take that budget to the bank. You can look professional. You can say, here's my forecast. Here's what I'm doing actively, right? Um, 
this is why I need a $300,000 line of, of working capital credit, or I need to uh-huh. buy this $150,000, $225,000, whatever super fencer, right? Like, and then you can, you can be educated about your business, know the pulse, right? I, I call it a pulse check. You look at your budget, you look at your P&L, right? Have some culture, you know, you got to do pulse checks of your business. Um, and that's one of them. Uh, and you got to make sure she's flowing, you know, and, yeah. and that allowed us to make, whether it's, you know, tough decisions or, 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 you know, easy, whatever that may be, buying trucks early, putting trucks on the road like you're doing right now, Dan, uh, we can feel confident in that, uh, but we can also be confident in knowing what we need to do now to plan for maybe this unexpected situation or this investment opportunity or whatever that may be, right? I buy this, now I know I need to sell an additional $15,000 a month. Okay, perfect. Now, how do we do that, right? Okay, we focus on our SEO, our branding. We focus on this, right? We, you know, uh, I know people in the group do door hang, you know, whatever that is, right? Like, then you can adjust hey, that. What's look. my marketing? Like, I did 1.9% last year on advertising and stuff like that, right? Like, that's not growing. No, that's not the growing, you know, business, right? Like, it's no, two no, to four to the maintaining, four to six up is, is growing. So we yeah. looked at that. We're like, well, holy cow. Well, now, how do we... You know, if we spend more now, how do we need to work towards it, right? If you redo your wraps, you do your logos. Look, you know, man, I'll give you an idea. This is this is what that uh, budget sheet does for you, okay? And um, I learned this differently. I didn't learn this because of the budget sheet that Sean shared with me. I learned this through, uh, you know, Ron the consultant. So he said, all right, so you're bringing in uh, Zach to do, all he's going to do is bid jobs, and he's going to be uh, support for the crews if they need something, right? Yeah, 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 perfect. He can do both. All right, hey, he's bidding jobs. Hey, man, dude, the guy's in just run this to him. He goes and run it, come back, bid jobs. He's like, all right, that's fine. Now let's look at how much he makes a year. Yeah. Okay. Well, how much do you need to make a month to cover his, just to cover his salary? Okay, yep. so now you have to bump your monthly sales up to this. So I sat Zach down. I'm like, hey, man, you like bid jobs? Yeah. All right, well, you need to sell this much more than we're already selling. And he was like, uh. I'm like, all right, can you do it? Yeah, I can do it. So we mm-hmm. tried it out for a few months. Guess what? It didn't happen. I said, you're out the office. Well, well, well. I'm like, hey, it's either that or I fire you. Get on the truck and build fence. You got to make money. Mm-hmm. You know, so by knowing your numbers and having a budget and having a budget that tells you what you need to budget for when you start moving puzzle pieces around or chess pieces around, however you want to say it, is huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Like I said, going back to you thinking you're making money and you're not, and that's a, uh, um, you know, if, I mean, you're looking to grow, you're looking at you know, some people, they may be like, Hey, I'm fine, stagnant. I'm good. with you know, whatever, but everybody's in the bit, like, let's just be real. Like everybody knows we're in the business to make money, right? That's, you know, start a business and not make money, you know, unless you're 501c3 and that's a different story. Right. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, looking at this stuff, it's, it's critical. I see Alex saying, you know, he's going up to 4% this year on his marketing. Like that's awesome. You know, I'm sure without the budget, without things in place, without, you know, financial conversations, he wouldn't know to, to move the needle, you know, or how to plan to move that needle, right? Like right. We're, 
we plan on upping our ante too, you know. Birmingham's a big town. Indianapolis is a big town, right? There's competition out there, you know. Well, so here's the thing, man, out? and it's not just upping it 4%. It's upping it and then having someone who knows what strategically how yeah. to place what type of ads and where and how. Yeah. So when you're spending that 4%, so there's a whole lot more to it. You've got to have other people on your team that aren't in the building every day building fence. Yeah. You know? Well, it's just like understanding sales pipeline and, 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 and different things like that, understanding where your, where your jobs come from, where you're referring, you know, jobs come from, right? Is it your website? Is it your trucks? Is it your uh-huh. branding, right? And then allows you to adjust that, right? Um, you know, Sean, like, let's, you know, we, we've talked and a lot of people know about this, right? Like he's got, you know, it started like the Chrome trucks, you know, uh-huh. a, a large portion of Sean's business. Uh, a good majority, you know, comes from the trucks and the advertising and the branding. Dan, I'm, I'm sure very similar to you. Know, everybody knows the fence king. They know the stuff. They see the ads, right? They see the finance opportunities. I ask people, you why'd know? you call? Uh, we see your trucks yeah. everywhere. Yeah, we strategically place those ads, right? I'm not just going out and up in the ante 4% uh, in the Facebook. You know, Facebook's great, you know, <laughs> but there's times and places, you know, I'm not putting it on the back of a, a of a bus bench, you know, down the road. Like there's, you know, like I got this lady that calls me every week. Uh, her name's Nancy. She calls me to put my ads on the back of a Kroger park here, you know, a grocery cart. I'm like, please quit calling me. Like that doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. you know, whatever, right? But uh, well, allows look, us to move the needle and see. You see what Alex is saying, right? Two point nine percent gave us twenty point one percent growth. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. When you start knowing numbers like that and you start talking like that, most people zone just zone out. But me, when Alex said that, I'm like, oh, hey, that's interesting. Two point nine. So now my my brain's going that's how i work when you got somebody who's talking numbers and not only talking them like that but know them like that yeah that's somebody who's in their pnls that's somebody who's budgeting that's somebody who knows what's happening knows where they've been where they are and where they're going yeah that's what that that's that's what that statement says right there from alex harris so if you don't know that number that's fine that just means Alex is in it a little more. But if you don't have access to that and you're going over that and every month you're looking at those numbers, then there's a problem. And yeah. that's where budgeting comes in and it helps you with that. Thank you for that comment, Alex. So that's yeah. kick ass. No, that was, yeah, 100%. 100%. And yeah, and I'm right there with him. That's why we're moving up as well. Like there's 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 so much out. I mean, what, like let's just go back to the truck wraps. Like there's a perfect example. Truck wraps aren't cheap. You know, whether if you do the halvesies, the fullsies, whatever, right, you're anywhere between two to six grand, you know, on those things, right? Like, it's a lot of money to spend on a truck, but you got to think it's a rolling billboard, right? Like, how much of my business comes from that, you know? Um, and if we get that opportunity to, to, to move the needle, you know, 10% on extra marketing opportunities, I mean, heck, that would be great. But uh, I think the 20.1%, Alex, shout out to uh, Fencing Unlimited, you guys. Uh, I'm excited to see what the 4% goes if history repeats itself, uh, we should be seeing some good stuff from that. Yeah, man. I was just doing some math on my calculator. So, um, yeah, we did like 5% of our sales in December on advertising. And this month, we're kind of down. We did uh, 3.5% of our advertising was that percentage of our sales or whatever it is. So, you know, it's you got to know those numbers, man. You got to know those numbers. You yeah. Got to. 
Yeah, What's, no, and absolutely. And I, I'm I'm reading Stephen's comment right here. Stephen Moore. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit. <laughs> Steve just it, wrote no, a book. <laughs> no, it's good though. I mean, to sum it up, you know, to sum it up, know the revenue per employee, right? Um, I mean, that's a whole I mean, show in itself, Shane. That that's a whole that that is a whole show in itself. We won't get into it, you know. But understanding, yeah, are, are you at two fifty? Are you three hundred? Are you at you know what's you know what's your revenue per hour, right? Or you know, whatever, right? Obviously, per employee is what you want to know, right? You want to hit yeah. that sweet spot, and that'll tell you. Am I in a growth stage? Am I in a stagnant stage? Do I need to hire people? Do I need to let some people go? Or do we need to build faster? Or, you know, what do we need to do? Right. Well, hey, and every industry is different. Every industry is different. You know, fencing might be, yeah. I'm just going to throw a number, 100,000. Roofing might be 300,000. Yeah. Every industry is different. So find out, find out, you know, I'm wondering where we are. You know, I, I think Joe Evers has said some numbers. Dylan said it one time. Uh, I'm trying to think of what Cannon's saying 225 is a good goal. He is, yeah. We talked about the retreat, you know. Yeah, you know, um, so, you know, you I, break I, down I'm your sales a, I'm and divide by your I'm employees. a good example. I'm, I'm a little bit lower than that, you know. So how, how do I do that, right? Do I, am I'm I lower than that overhead too. heavy? You know, do I need to sell more? Well, do I, I do maybe do both, you know. Um so, I mean, yeah, Josh, we're at 2.8% on 7 million. Where you spend it, how it matters, right? You're 100% right. Like, dude, my, Josh is like yeah. the, the man when it comes to Google ads and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, we're 1.9 on. Pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, we're 1.9 on five and a half ish, you know, six or whatever. And, I mean, it, it, you know, you just got to put it in the right positions, you right. know? Yeah. 100%. Okay. So, what does yeah. a budget do for you? It helps you forecast. It helps you plan, buy what the business needs, right? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that the budget does. I don't know. Are you ready for this, bro? Oh, it's that time. Uh-oh. Okay. We got some breaking news on My Fence Live tonight brought to you by D&D Technologies, the name brand and gate hardware, unshakably, unbreakably, unmistakably, the safest gate hardware ever made. And if it doesn't say D&D, then it ain't, ain't badass. That badass, exactly. <laughs> what so. you got for us tonight, man? What's the breaking news? <laughs> oh, it's, oh, I tell you what, Dan. It's about Vinyl Fence, and it comes to us out of the Metroplex of Omaha, Nebraska. New station, 6 New, Wow T. Uh, so we got a problem. Teens vandalizing vinyl fences in Omaha, Nebraska, now facing criminal charges. Um, that's a problem, right? So we got uh, several homeowners that got uh, a lot of uh, kids, 18 plus and minus, on video and audio, uh, smashing expensive vinyl fences. Um, and the vandals crossed the line from pranksters to criminals, uh, one homeowner said. Uh, <laughs> one homeowner was left to pick up every piece. And they feel as though that the kids should be prosecuted. Uh, neighborhood security camera from across the home shows the young men running towards the panels and crashing through them. Okay, okay, running through and crashing through. That's interesting. We might have to put that in the uh, in the new vinyl testing. Uh, Dude, I saw I saw this breaking news that you're reading, and there was like vinyl all over these people's backyard. <laughs> these kids got I mean, drunk and were just running through the vinyl fences, and it. Literally looked like pixie sticks everywhere. 
<laughs> I mean, it was it was it was bad. Uh, you know, it, funny but not funny. Um, guy named Bill Comer is a fence salesman, and his daughter was one of the people that got her fences blown out. He's like, these sections are over a hundred dollars. You know, depending on the type of vinyl you got. Um, so they were pretty upset. They got video. Uh, they got audio of the, the kids laughing and chuckling, blowing through the panels and stuff like that, uh, like the Kool-Aid man. So uh, that's breaking news, Omaha. And if you're in Omaha, look out for these guys. Uh, your vinyl fence is not safe. <laughs> I like how you said the Kool-Aid man. Dan Wheeler says Sean King's got the Kool-Aid man uh, logo breaking through. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. it the, the vinyl may be Miami-Dade rated, but – uh, it's not uh, it's not Kool Aid Man rated, it's so <laughs> we'll go back to the awesome, on that. awesome man. So back to budgeting because of the uh, breaking news so rudely interrupted us. Uh, and hey, thank you D and D. Yeah, you got some badass hinges. We love it. And uh, hey, but you know, before we go any further, since we're talking about people, we've got the uh, Finch Track Fence Sign Giveaway, guys. Shane, you got one of these, dude. I gotta admit, I don't have one on my truck. I went and put it on the front of my Denali, and I was like, oh, dude. Rocky by fence track. There you go, baby. Yeah, you see that? Isn't that bad? QR codes. You're ready to go. I got one in the back window of my truck, and it's it's shining. I just couldn't put it on the front of that big, beautiful 2022 GMC Denali. But guess what else we got, bro? Expert stain and steel seal came through like a champ. And Uh-oh. they sent us boxes and boxes get of out. their samples. Uh-oh. Guys, Sample fans, get out. Dude, y'all are going to be selling stain like it's going out of style. And let me tell you, you want to boost your margins? Start selling stain. It's quick. Yeah. It's easy. You, you want to create a great referral relationship? Yes. Uh, yes. Make Make friends with the stain guys. You know, I did a podcast on Caleb's uh, Stain and Seal podcast once upon a time. We talked about that, right? I, I'll be honest. We don't have the capacity to stain. We sell it. We love it. We love Caleb. We love the team down at Stain and Seal, Nashville, Tennessee. But I tell you what, we just don't have time to stain. So I tell you, a great way to build relationships, because uh, we're a relationship and service-driven company. We know how to build fence well. But we reach out to those folks, right, because they're in the fence world. They're staying in fences. They're staying in decks. And I tell you, if they're doing somebody's deck, that, that person probably has a fence. And right. they're probably asking them, do you know a fence guy? Well, yeah, I do. Team Good Shepherd, Fence King, Jackson Fence, Mr. Uh-huh. Fence Florida, uh-huh. Uh-huh. whatever that may be, right? If you can add it in your business stream, I say go for it 100%. It's like Dan says, boost the margins. Get it. Just like you so, do, River City Fence, all the other guys. Yeah, man. We were bracing for a uh, 10 to 15% decrease in sales, you know. Everybody screaming recession and correction and all this. And I, I like the word correction. I think we need a correction. Really, really, I think we need it. But so how am I going to brace for that? Stain, right? We never did chain yeah. link. Dude, I got chain link jobs on the book. Guess what? They're going to they're gonna chip away at that 15% that I'm predicting that we're going to lose. Now, looking yeah. at this month's sales, I'm kind of like, uh, I don't think we're going to have that loss. But you know what? <clears throat> the way I look at it is, towards the, end of the year, towards the end of the year, if we're going to have that little decrease start hitting us, this month's going to cover some of those sales, some of that profit, yeah. and some of that good stuff. You know what I mean? So, uh, hey, thank you, Expert Stain and Seal. 
We're going to have all that stuff going out to you. We are mailing out this week, guys. I finally figured out how I'm going to ship all this shit for the best price. Because, dude, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't know how Joe Everest does this shit. He's like shipping chain link shit all over the freaking country. And I'm just trying <laughs> to send y'all some price. hats and a freaking <laughs> a license plate. And I can't figure it out. They're it's hating like, you down at the USPS. Stores. Oh, man. They, they are hating me. They are hating me. Anyway, so thank you, Fence Track, for the signs. Thank you, D&D, for those badass hinges and uh, all that good stuff. Who, who else we got? My salesman. Um, guys, next week, we're having a guy on that has a new software, and it's called Simpalo. Never heard of it before. He reached out to us. He said, I want to be on the show. And I'm like, uh, I don't know who you are. If you want to be on the show, um, you're going to have to kind of cover some of our bills. So he's like, okay. So he paid the internet bill this week. <laughs> yeah. He's like, how much? And I'm like, this much. He's like, okay, I'm down. I'm like, all right, we'll do a show. We'll talk about Simpalo. So that's what we're going to do, and I think y'all are going to like it. And uh, it's going to – I think it's going to be helpful for the industry. He's a fencer. He's building a software for fencers, by fencers, and I love that shit. Uh-oh. I like it. I'm already yeah. excited. I, I, I am, man. I am. It's, 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 it's pretty interesting stuff. Ken and I did about an hour and a half uh, Zoom with him today. And it turned out good. I think Cannon got a little tipsy during that meeting. I kept seeing a bottle of Jack Daniels. And I'm like, what is he doing? Uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> it was at 10 a.m. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually was at 3.30 p.m. I'm sticking up for you, Cannon. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, man, thanks to these guys for everything they do. Back to budgeting. Um, you know, so... What does the budget do for us? I'm reading I'm reading Shane's notes. They forecast. They plan. Uh, it helps us buy what we need for our business, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it also, uh, you know, we, we, we can put that in our budget. Trucks, equipment. You know, um, usually I'd be like, uh, all right, the, uh, the checking account is looking pretty hefty. I'm going to go ahead and buy a new piece of equipment. Yeah. Now... I can buy knowing that my profit margin is going to cover what I'm anticipating on buying in the future and or buying at the moment, right? Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education. Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you. Yeah, just like everybody, you know, we see in the forums and stuff that want the MT100s, especially when they came out, they got the used ones now. Like, does it make sense, right? Do I buy it cash? Do I finance it, right? Like, do I, can I buy it? Does it make sense? You know, how's it going to help our business, right? Uh, you know, we had to make that decision a year or two, two years ago, right? Or a year and a half, whenever we got there. Uh, you want to know what I did today? Let's hear it. So um, I placed a big old order with one of my vendors. I'm not going to call them out because it was kind of a dick move what I did. But this is what I did, right? I Here placed an order that was $7,000 over my credit limit with them. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, I paid I paid them off like last week, and I, I had this all planned, it was methodical. 
Ron, the consultant, said, hey, pay those guys off. Big Ron. Right. Yeah. I love Ron, bro. I love him. He's, he's I don't know, he's not on the show tonight. Usually he's in the comments. Anyway, Ron said, pay those guys off. I was like, all right, no problem, whatever, pay them off. I'm like, why, why am I paying them off a week early? He's like, just trust me. He goes, so we got all this business. I want you to go ahead and buy more material than you normally would and buy it all from them. I'm like, well, what if their prices aren't right? He said, it doesn't matter. This is going to help you in the long run. So I went ahead and placed an order $7,000 bigger than I normally do. And then they came back and said, hey, you know, you're $7,000 over your credit limit. Um, we're going to need you to go ahead and pay that difference. I'm like, nah, I'll just take my order somewhere else. Guess what showed up this morning? Come on. That order. What does that mean? So <laughs> I ended up getting $10,000 more on my credit limit from the guys. Now, you that might not sound like a lot, but hey. hey, you've been dealing with diggers. You know how diggers works. Yeah. They give you a little bit. They give you a little bit. A little bit. Give little you a little bit. bit. You know, I started like out I, with diggers at $5,000. Yeah, I think – I. Yeah, I think we maybe started off like ten or something. They, they were like, "Ah, we'll we'll see, we'll see." Yeah, but, we'll see, we'll see. You know, then you start paying your bills, and next thing you know, you're like, uh, "I'm like thirty thousand over my credit limit." Yeah, and they don't ask yeah. for any money, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I'm down." And then they send yeah. your bill, and they're like, "Okay, hey, this is due." And I'm like, "Hey, did my credit limit go up?" Well, yeah, you always pay your bills. So, but that is a very strategic way, guys. It is. Get a little bit off the budget comment uh, uh, topic to get your – now, granted, I pay these guys every month. Religious. So when I did that, I kind of forced their hand a little bit, you know? Yeah. But I show them you meant business. It's about a relationship. You trust them. They trust you, right? Just like exactly. people giving a 50, 50% down. It's trust, hey, look, you know? Man. I didn't want to buy from somebody else. And Ron yeah. made me do it. And sometimes he makes me do shit I don't want to do, but usually <laughs> yeah. it works out really well. Like firing my yeah. assistant was the best freaking thing I did. You know? Anyway, uh, yeah. back on track, guys. What does the budget do for you? Forecast, plan, buy what the business needs, trucks, equipment, you know? Uh, we've already talked about Shane. He did 186 less jobs and added another mill to the uh, to the books, right? Yeah. So, and then when you have a budget, Vertical. you start controlling your cost, and that's a good bullet point you got here, Shane. Because perfect deal. Hey, uh, our tool budget's getting a little out of hand. We didn't figure five percent a month. I'm just throwing numbers out there. We didn't figure five percent a month when we pulled up our P and L at the end of the month. Wait, what why is that five? Yeah. You know, it's supposed to be a three. Well where's the yeah. other two? It might seem yeah. minute. And we have the hard matters. you know the hard hitting conversations with the team is um obviously accidents happen. Things happen. You know, life happens. We understand, you know, but if every nailer that we own is thrown in the mud and every chainsaw, is, the blade is jacked, or every beaver head is twisted, and I'm buying $1,500 shafts, and I'm like, we're doing, yeah. or we're drilling with a bobcat, and we ain't checking the teeth. Now I got a new shaft, you know, whatever, right? Like Not checking the oil happened. on the freaking forklift. Every yeah. Monday, we have a Monday morning meeting. You want to know what the first thing I say is? All right, guys, don't forget, when we get to the yard, we check all the fluids on the trucks, a forklift, check the hydraulic fluid, let's check everything on it. 
Yeah. 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 My forklift's been down twice this month. It's like, all right, what are we doing? Come on, guys. Who's leaving this on? Who's doing that? You know, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I, but I, but we also do profit sharing, you know, monthly. It's a, that's another conversation, whatever, but I'd like um, to hear that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. We got some opportunities, but you know, um, so you're trying you know, to be but, your own ESOP. Who's that? Are you trying to be your own ESOP? A little bit. Really? Uh, I like, no, I like yeah. that, man. It's that's so, yeah, so kind of stolen from stolen from Dan Williams, Williams Fence. Uh, we call it the bump profit share, whatever. You know, we do it uh, every month, depending on you know, right, our budget, right? What are we budgeted to bring in? What are we budgeted to build and sell? What are we? What's our man hours budgeted on these jobs, right? If we are green, 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 and we and we, you know, uh, beat those goals, right? And you know, we don't exceed, and we, you know, say I bid a job for thirty hours, and we get it done in twenty, right? There's extra ten hours on the table, right? Uh-huh. We got equations that divide that up against the team that touched the job. Some goes back to the house, goes here, right? Nice. But when I when I put these numbers in front of the team, and I'm transparent, and I say, hey. I, you know what, I, I, I can't remember right now, but let's just be round numbers. I spent $50,000 in repairing trucks last year, and I spent $20,000 in repairing tools and equipment, right? Like, okay, let's, okay, let's break it down. 75000 bucks. I could go out and buy a, a very, very nice truck for that, right? And, and you guys would be running around in this, right? Or $6,000 you know, a month. Yeah, like, or we could, you know, we could have multiple trucks doing this, or we could, you know, have, you know, our quarterly team member event building, you know, activities, maybe a little bit, a little bit more, you know, crazy, you know, whatever, right? We could have this, we could have that, right? But um, it all, you know, it all, you know, funnels down, right? Like we do our, our yearly uh, payouts at, at the end of our fiscal year. We don't do it in December, right? We do it at the end of our fiscal year, right? And so we make sure that we're given the most and we have the most opportunity, right? But we're also strategic and we're not just handing out a thousand bucks at Christmas and, you know, now we got whatever, call it 20,000, you know, whatever, going out the door and we're blindly giving it, right? Now we can strategically say, based off of what we've made, our goal, our plan, our deltas, whether they're positive or negative, okay, hey, we were supposed to hit, you know, on average on these jobs, 42% margins. Okay. We were hitting 45s here. We were hitting thirties here. We, what, you know, what were we doing? How's it all shake out? Right. But now everybody's bought in, you know, to the process, to the training, to the development. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, and that, and that's what it, you know, now everybody's bought in, they're singing the same tune and really anybody that's, say not bought in or, you know, whatever. They're like, well, what, what are you doing? Or this guy's dragging us down. Now, hey, we got another problem or they'll take him right. under their wing or whatever. So it's, it's accountability across the board, you know? So if there's a, 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 a cog out of the way in the system, right? We, we know where it's at. We can address it. Look, man, that's great, great info. So let, let, let me tell you what we're doing. So I had my assistant doing this. We have a team of the month. Okay. And the way we work that is, is whoever produced the most that month. And they go on a plaque. And then we go ahead and give them a reward for that. You know? So it's kind of like what you're doing. but We're doing a little differently. Um, I'd like to hear how you're doing it and how you're making those numbers work. Mm -hmm. You know? 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So we got a plaque. We got team of the month. We got employee of the month. And then um, we got, you know, we do a star chart. So we got the guy who who got I've the most that. reviews, no. man. And we got a plaque with the most reviews. Let me tell you, it got pretty hairy at the end of the year, bro. I mean, it was, it was. These guys were going at it in the yard. Oh yeah. You know, I got my cameras and I can hear them talking, and they were talking some shit. <laughs> but uh, my guy Connor Lowy, shout out to Connor. He uh, he totally kicked ass, man. He won this year. Tower won year before last, right. and uh, we pay those out in March. Yeah, you know, but same on bonuses. You know, hey, look, man, your truck didn't. You know, uh, they know if their truck isn't producing because mm-hmm. they didn't make it. Team in a month. Yeah. You, you only two months was team in a month. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Well, we even put the sections of man hour on the board so people know, you know, what they're doing. We bring that in the review, <laughs> so they're talking. That's so dirty. we get the com. We get the camaraderie going, you know, and, and, and you know, same with the five-star reviews. And now I pay them out monthly and different things like that and whatnot. But, um, yeah, like I had I, I had crews last year, you know, that now I got another crew this year that was, you know, a little bit newer or whatever. Now they're like, okay, you had whatever, 50 reviews. I'm going for 70. You you did with this. I'm going for that. Oh, right? that's, so what I got them, that's what I got them doing now. Now it's become a competition. So now we're raising the bar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's become a competition. You know, I see. Yeah. I see your notes here. Job cost. Uh, we did a show with Tony Thornton, and we talked about doing a PNL post every job. And uh, I tell you what, that matters. Uh, I learned that from Caleb, Caleb uh, Roth, with expert stain and seal. Do a PNL on every job. So Dylan and I are going back, looking at jobs, going, hey, we had X amount of man hours figured on this job, and it took this many. Uh, what happened? Like today, <clears throat> I had a crew did 78 foot, tear it down, haul it off, replace it. No gates. I'm like, hey, what the hell? Took you all day to do this? Well, I forgot. Yeah. One of my new guys is on there. Well, he's used to nailing up with a straight line. Now he's using the bump board or a straightaway, whatever you want to call it. He's like, hey, man, he's not doing too good with the straightaway. He's trying to figure it out, slowed us down. I could have did it, but if I did it, then on the next one, I'd have to do it. So I just let him do it. Okay, yep. got it. Make a little note. You know, hey, we got a note on this one. So <clears throat> the crew leader is doing the right thing. Let the guy figure it out. But yeah. we're, we, we, we look at that every job. Hey, we had three days figured on this job. It took four. What happened? Huh, we had rain for a week. Then we go back yeah. and look at company cam and look at the job site. Go, oh yeah, I'm sure glad I wasn't working on that job. Yeah, you, know, you got pictures well, exactly. of the guys wearing freaking hunting boots up to their knees because the mud's so bad. So <laughs> yeah, hey, look, man. I mean, we, we're doing one right now at Camp Atterbury Military Base. It's like, okay, we we bid X. Here's why. We 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 got some anomalies in the ground. They didn't know it. We didn't know. Nobody knew it. Right. So how do we navigate that? Right. To maintain schedule. It's Cruise, it's manpower. How do we manage that man hours right? Uh-huh. And um, yeah, you may th- what you know. I don't know. Just throw a big number out. Say it's a hundred thousand dollar job. You may think you're, you know, you're making you know good money on it. Well, if it took longer than what you thought, you're not tracking that right. It's what's the what's the point? You know, you're just out there doing it. You know, right? 
So, hey, dude, the, the numbers matter, man. Look, <clears throat> I was at Home Depot last week. We buy uh, we buy these stainless steel uh, bolts and nuts from them because you know how we do those decorative portholes. Love them, yes. All right, so a lot of guys use screws and just screw them in, and they might use like a, a deck screw, say. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, you know what happens with a deck screw? It ends up teardropping and running. Guess what else happens, yep. happens with a deck screw? When the wood shrinks, the deck screw gets loose. Then it starts shaking whenever yep. you do. So what we do is is we buy an actual bolt nut, and we sandwich it on the fence board. Okay? That's smart. Yeah, and we buy we buy those from Home Depot. I mean, you can't beat the price on them, dude. Well, I'm in there, and one of the other fence guys was in there, and um, he kind of thought he cornered me. And he's like, man, y'all are so expensive, blah, blah, blah. Y'all ripping people off. I'm like, did you hear what you just said? <laughs> did you hear what you just said to me? And my salesman at Home Depot loves me. He's like, dude, you got to be the, the best businessman I've ever met. So I know he's sitting there waiting for my response. So this is what I tell the guy. I'm like, so you're cheaper than me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we beat your price every time. Um, so you're not the brightest crayon in the box, are you? And he looked at me. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? You could be charging more, making more money, and you're not. Because I'm booked up for four weeks with three crews at the high price. Yeah. So if you were smart enough, you would be like, hey, that fence can guy stays busy. So obviously I can get that price. Yeah. And his overhead is more than mine. So if I start charging like he does, I'll make more money than he makes. Yeah. Think about that, Shane. Yeah, sell the value of your product. I mean, <laughs> Think about what I ain't. just said. <laughs> I Think mean, about what I yeah. just said. So if you're a guy out there that says, hey, um, there's this one company in town that's really high in price and, you know, we can do it better. We, we can do it for cheaper. Shut up. <laughs> do it for yeah. as much as that higher guy is in town that has more overhead than you because you're going to put more fucking money in the bank. Yeah. And you're still yeah. going to be competitive because that guy who's got more overhead than you is out there selling at the same goddamn price. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It's simple math, but a lot of people forget about it. But they don't. It. And, They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, we were $1,000 yeah. cheaper than Fence King. So, uh, yeah, sell the job. No. Why don't you be eight? Why don't you be $200 lower than Fence King? Get the well, job. Just like make even, more money because yeah. you got less overhead. Yeah. I was just like even coaching your sales team for it. Like, you're going to get the nose. People are going to be lower. And that's fine, right? Like, some people get, you know, some salespeople get caught up on that stuff. Like, let them be low. Let them be low. Let them take the job. Like they're only going to take so many of those jobs until either they're going to figure it out or they're going to be oh, one man. of the seven that have called me in the last year and a half that have closed their doors. Look, my you guys know? know, don't ever, ever say to me, 
that you rode by a job and saw another fence company and wanted to know why we weren't doing that job. Yeah. Because if we were doing that job, we wouldn't be make, paying our bills. Yeah. Drive by yeah, that job, wave. Hey, y'all, y'all need anything? Hey, if you're short of rolling nails, let me know, man. We got we got plenty of nails on a truck. We're we're here to help you. Because if we yeah. did that job at the price they're doing it at, yeah, I couldn't pay you. Yeah. So ride by, wave. We love y'all. Thank you. And if you need anything, we're here. Feel free to come down, get a gate kit, get a drop rod, get a roll of nails, you know, two by four clips, whatever the hell you need. Yeah, I did that the three jobs I passed last week, you know. I mean, total of, I don't know, 6,000 feet of fence between three different jobs, you know. Shane, I don't get upset if I lose a job, man. No, no. I'm just like, hey. If I lose you guys a job, are rocking it out. I'm not going to make any money, so I'm glad I lost it. No. I know I'm on another one that's doing now, what we need to now, do. Look, it's, doing, it's doing what the business tells me to do, right? Well, that's the key. It's doing what the budget tells me to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not on. doing what I. It's not doing what I say. It's doing what the business tells me. It don't matter what do. you think. No, it doesn't. You know, so think about that to these guys that are out there just starting out and you're like, oh man, we're so much cheaper than such and such. Raise your damn prices because you should be, how should I say this? You should be out there acting like you have the overhead of that guy, even though you don't, because then you're going to make so much damn money. You're eventually going to have the overhead of that guy and you'll be prepared. And boom. That's like the whole motto of the show. You'll be prepared. There's not yeah. There's nothing worse than not being prepared or not, you know, being able to deal with ambiguity, right? Something you can't plan for or you don't expect. Exactly, so, bro. That's boom. That's, budget. That's what tells so, uh, Hey guys, you got somebody out there charging more money than you? It's because they got more overhead than you. And if they have more overhead than you, they got to charge more. So why don't you just charge as much as they charge so that way you can eventually be selling jobs and become as big as them because you're going to have so much freaking money. You're going to have a war chest full of cash. You'll be able to buy trucks, add team members, and before you know it, you'll be that guy's competition. And he'll be like, oh, my God, that guy Shane, the one with the good voice but really looks – bad <laughs> that's why they that's why they put the radio people on the radio they don't, you don't have to see them, you know? or if you do it's on youtube it's recorded you know just... <laughs> anyway man look great show tonight thank you shane i appreciate you coming on and being my celebrity co-host because uh canon he was uh you know preoccupied is that what i'm gonna say preoccupied he was a little preoccupado. He was, man. He was on that Jack Daniels early tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's great. I mean, uh, love my fence life. I mean, you got some of the best reps in the business. Biz Raider, Clever Fox. My God, love Benji. Shout out. See him in the comments. My salesman, yeah, all those yeah. guys. Fence Crack d and I mean, uh, and we got an awesome fence family here. I mean, you can't, uh, you can't beat it. I mean, Wednesday night, I tell you. I look forward to Wednesday night every week. 
We're going to have to have you on more often, man. Great conversation. Great stuff. Um, yeah, my salesman. Hey, guys, know before you go, we love my salesman. Uh, I use it every day. I can't tell you how many jobs that I've sold with it. I uh, okay. I literally had, I had 68 my salesmen in my email the other day. Now, granted, that was over like two or three days. Yeah. I went through and... Knocked it down to 45. So 23 of those people were out of state. Some of those out of state people, I kind of did a snippet and texted it to my friends. Like, hey, they got this guy in your neighborhood. He's in your area. Yeah. Take it and run. Here's their information. That's what we do. You know, um, I've been sending a lot to this guy, Evan Gardner. He's in Dem Springs. Like, hey, man, take this, take this, take this. Boom, boom, boom. But Evan, just if you're listening, just know. I won't be sending those to you long because I got a big ass sign going up on I fifty five and I twelve. Daddy's coming. I've seen in the comments. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Sharing the love. <laughs> but no, I'm sharing the love right now, and um, and that's because of my salesman. And you know, dude, we're yeah. up to like three hundred and thirty five star reviews. That's money. That's Biz money. Raider. Biz hey, Raider. speaking of my salesman. Speaking of my salesman. Uh, have you seen their booth for Fence Tech? Bruh. Dude. Have I seen it? Did you? You, did could, you, fit, you could fit another <laughs> probably 10 booths within their booth. So I, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this right now. If you have my salesman, stop by their booth. And if you don't have my salesman, stop, stop by, by their booth. booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So if Fence you get tired Tech, of walking, stop, stop by their by booth because they have couches. Dude, did you see that you know? couch they bought? I know. I'd say, hey, when my dogs are barking, you'll find me on that couch. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> we've been doing some kind of behind-the-scenes stuff with them. Uh, me, Cannon, Joe Everest, Dan Wheel a little bit. We've all been having these Zooms since, like, October, and we've been building this whole My Salesman booth and everything. Joe and uh, Braden, who is Joe's, like, behind-the-scenes guy. We've been working on this, coming up with plan. Uh, look, we're going to kick ass and take names at Fence Tech. Uh, my Fence Life is going to be front and center, doing interviews, interviewing guys in the industry you've never heard of, guys that have $350 million fence companies. Imagine that shit, Shane. Hey, I, hey, I know a couple of them. There's, look, uh, there's some big guys out there. Little old, and when I say little, I don't mean my size, but little old Dan Blanc from... Uh, Covington, Louisiana, Mandeville, Louisiana is going to be rubbing elbows with these guys. Oh, yeah. And I'm excited to see not what I can learn from them, but just hear their story, man. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. $350 million a year. I can't even wrap my fucking head around that. I didn't even know they did fence in North Dakota until I met Dakota Fence. And then I found out that they have over like 300 trucks. And I'm like, wait, you do what now? And, and you, 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 do, you do how much? 50? You do what now? Um, you know, let's just say, thankfully, I was sitting down. Uh, but yeah. Can I see your spreadsheets, you know, please? <laughs> can I see your budget? Uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'd say, but then it just gets you hype. You know, because yeah. there's an opportunity. Ken and I were talking about it yesterday after you and I got the phone. 
Fencing is a lucrative business. Do it right. You know, be honest, stand behind your product, do that stuff and, and, and train, you know, focus on technology. We do, we do, you do well. We do well. Yeah. And just for the record, guys, that's what happened. I was on the phone with Cannon. Was I on the phone with Cannon? Yeah. You were on the phone with Cannon. You text me. I, I was text Shane. <laughs> Shane called. I tried to patch Shane in on a three way call. And I'm in my truck, and I don't know what the hell I'm doing, man. That truck basically drives itself. I love coming to work in traffic. Dude, I love coming to work in traffic. I set the cruise for like 78, and I'm doing 10. And I'm checking emails. The truck, the seat vibrates and lets me know if I'm getting a little too far right, a little too far left. And then if I don't touch the wheel, it corrects itself. It's almost like a Tesla, but not a Tesla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Anyway, I can't work the goddamn thing. So, so I'm 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 on the phone with Cannon. I'm trying to get Shane. I answer Shane. I'm trying to get Cannon in. I hang up on Cannon. I'm like, Cannon's gonna be mad because I hung up on him. <laughs> it was insane, man. But anyway, it all worked out. It all worked it out. Did. It did. But uh, 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 we'll get Pepper. Pepper's in the comments. Well, uh, yeah, Pepper. Hey, it ain't no Tesla. <laughs> uh, it's not a Tesla. Pepper, you know, she gets mad at me. Put your hands on the wheel. I'm like, I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> the truck will let me know, yeah. or the person next to me will, one of the two. <laughs> You're just jealous because the seat's not vibrating on your side, and it's vibrating <laughs> on my side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good show, bro. Love you, Shane. It's always great having you, man. And uh, Hey. Hey. My pleasure. My fence life, guys. We love you. Uh, recap. Budget, budget, budget. Don't forget, uh, you need to start using a budget. Uh, if you don't use a budget, how are you going to convince the bank that you're making money? Chris Steele's yeah. got a great story about that. It yeah. helps you forecast. It helps you plan. Uh, it helps you buy what the business needs, trucks, equipment, and then you can follow the results and you can make adjustments, right? Yeah. It helps you control your cost, your overhead, your cost of goods, and even more. So yeah. a little recap. Pepper? And what I'll always say is, uh, and if you don't know, ask questions, right? Reach out to people. Partner with a finance, you know, a financial. You know, I have a CFO myself. Uh, Dan, I know you got Ron to consult and different folks like that, right? Some folks don't know. Um, but they don't know until they know it, right? And that was one of the things. I wasn't a finance guy, right? I wasn't, you know, any of that. I didn't have to run a budget on a business to make sure, you know, 45 people got paychecks each week and stuff. So, uh, yeah, ask questions, you know, partner with people, right? Yeah. Look, man, get you a consultant. Sean King, great guy, love him to death. Um, I remember when Sean first started going live on Facebook. So I was talking to Rachel Cruzy. And she's like, you know who Sean King is? I'm like, uh, no. And she said, he goes live on Facebook in that fence group. And I'm like, oh, the the ball-headed guy? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen him. Well, yeah, now, you know, we text, we call, we talk. He has been tremendous to the industry and has changed my business completely because of yeah. Sean. Um, yeah. Yeah, and if you haven't heard his story... I, I challenge you to hear it, number one, um, you know, because it, it, it's so 
interesting. And what has he always been chrome trucks and, and, and lifted and, and this and that? No. You know, dude, have you so seen that, a video of him the night when he was in somebody's house and they got shot and he was the cop? Have you seen that? I did not see the video. Dude, he's got, I think he's got a video. Yeah, like my mind's taking me to Sean's no, entering no, no, the no, home. No, 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 no. He's entering, because Sean used to be a cop, okay? Yeah. Sean's like entering a house where there's been gunshots. It's pretty, I, I don't know how he did it, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, 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 uh, you need to get that video. You know what will, you need yeah. to ask him? You need to ask him about the story between him and uh, Heather and how they met and so forth. Have you heard that story? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, I heard that around a campfire. It's pretty, it's pretty freaking funny. <laughs> it is. It is. But, yeah, man, he found his soulmate. Heather's great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he, I mean, if makes, you're, yeah, you yeah, if you join the Fence Academy, get to meet them both and hang out with them both. No, but, yeah, yeah the Fence Academy, you need a consulting partner. You need um, people in the business that, that have been through it, that are working through it, that, you know, have, have those, you know, ideas and stuff like that, right? Like, um, reach out to us. Reach out to Sean. Um, you know, we're going to be doing more events, you know, as, as we go through the year coming up, right? We got fence games coming up. You know, we got, you know, we I'm got Vegas coming that. up. Yeah. You know, um, and if you're not going to Fence Tech, you're missing out. You know, get your butts to Fence Tech. Book, book, book your ticket. Check out the My Salesman booth. Dude, did you Find see the comment from Cliff earlier? He said something about uh, Dan. Uh, Dan is going to be um, an Uber. I've got, who do I have? I've got Benji with Clever Fox riding with me. Come on. So I was like, okay, it's all good, right? And then I got Kevin Steve riding with me. You know who Kevin Steve is, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're picking Kevin Steve up in, uh, where are we picking him up? Lafayette. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. So I got him and, and Kevin Steve. I got one seat open, and I got a couple people are like bid for that seat. So I told Pepper, I'm like, you know, Benji's going to be right. visiting his dad because Benji's dad kind of took a little turn for the worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be visiting his dad at Manshack. So I'm going to pick Benji up in Livingston. And if you're from my area, Livingston's the home of the uh, no teeth meth head country. So I mess with Benji. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Anyway, uh, so I'm picking up Benji in Livingston. And then um, I'm going to Lafayette and picking up Kevin Steve. And we're rolling out. Well, apparently uh, you're picking up Cliff too. He said you're picking him up in Tulsa. So, uh, Cliff, Cliff, he'll Cliff, be there around four thirty eight on Monday. <laughs> that, um, that's a two hour uh, out of my way. Actually, four hour. It's like two hours there and back to Oklahoma. Meet him at the pilot down the road. He'll pick yeah, you up. Yeah, that's northeast. <laughs> that's northeast, man. But uh, yeah, I cannot wait to hang out with my friends. I can't wait to see people. It's kind of like you when you went to. Uh, to the Defense Academy. You can't wait to hang out with your friends, man. I can't wait to see Cannon, put my arm around him, hug his neck. Uh, yeah. haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Can't wait to see uh, Matt Warner. Last time I saw Matt was at a crawfish ball at my house. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait yeah. to see the people that uh, have guided me through this process called uh, my fence life. 
which is why yeah. the show's called what it is. Yeah. You know? No, it's honestly, I've been in a lot of industries and the fence industry is hands down the best industry, the best relationships, uh, best opportunities that are out there. And I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll go up against anybody that says different. I can't wait to walk up to Josh Glover and do a little to the gut, get a hug. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Just, <laughs> just those kind of things, man. I can't wait to see Brian yeah. Rich. Hey, Brian, Fred Aluminum. I'm taking his cowboy hat off and I'm putting it I on. was going to say, hey, you know what? I'll We're, be upset if I don't see a, a different cowboy hat every day. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? I bought a, I bought a new a cowboy hat for Sean's wedding. I thought about wearing mine out there just to have a little showdown. Just a, uh, yeah. Oh, I got yeah. that on my soundboard. Bro. I know you we got it. I just that, had to man. do it. We can do that, bro. I can make that happen. I don't even know how to do it, but it's uh, it's on here somewhere. The good, the bad. Thanks, Bobby. Exactly. We're coming for you, Brian Fred Aluminum. Fred Aluminum. <laughs> no. And I tell you what, I, I'll be honest, I commented on his photo the other day because all of his updates is doing traveling to FWA and meeting all these people, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. Dude, he's and, doing and some great Being boots on the ground, which is just absolutely great. I told him, I said, I'm looking for like a Where's Waldo post because I think he visited, what was it, Master uh, uh, Builder's Fence Supply, I believe. And yeah. uh, yeah. he was just standing on product and hidden and like, I, like trying to pick up pallets. And I'm like, <laughs> and I saw like six photos. I'm like, I'm expecting you to be like stuck behind the scheduled 40 or like behind that bag of concrete, just like waving. Uh, Dude, I got Brian Fred aluminum on my calendar. I need to open this up real quick. He is coming to see me uh, in February. Fred aluminum. <laughs> Dude, Brian I, Fredrickston. I, cannot uh, say no. his, I can't say his last name, bro. It's, it's horrible. So we call him Brian Fred aluminum. <laughs> So, hey, do you want? Fair. Are you in the uh, expert stand and seal um, uh, Facebook group? With bells on. All right. So you know that guy Justin. Yeah. It's Justin. I can't say his last name, so we say Justin Magnesium since we have Brian Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jeff Graff says he was at Merchants Metals a couple of days ago posting a photo. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. I, I wherever he was, it's hilarious. Like you, I, do you buy from Merchants? Do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sit in. So we're downtown Indianapolis, and also got a supply business, right? Uh, so I got Merchants, which is about twenty five minutes southeast of me. I got Master, which is fifteen minutes. Uh, northeast of me and between all three of us we all get it done so yeah we have a great dude my i don't know if my mask my uh merchants medals listens but dude i could so be buying so much material from them yeah and then right there and slide out like literally 30 minutes from me but instead i buy from master halco who is in mobile which is like two and a half, three hours for me. Yeah. Because merchants doesn't want to play ball. Well, they don't know the king they're dealing with, I guess. I guess not, bro. I but, don't know. No. All right, man. It was great talking to you. Hey. No, Love you, bro. Pleasure. Appreciate everybody. Hey, do a little outro everybody. for us with that radio voice. <laughs> do a little what? Do a little outro with that radio voice you got going. 
Everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in to My Fence Life. It's been our pleasure. Dan Canton. Oh, I almost said Dan and Ken. I almost said Dan and Ken. I was waiting for Ken. No, Dan and Shane coming to you live. My Fence Life, we appreciate you. Have a great evening and fence on. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout out to our sponsors, Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert Stain and Seal. RealGoodStain.com. Rachel with My Salesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. D&D Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal Shut It Badass Hitch. And Benji with CleverFox.online, helping businesses digitally outfox the competition. We invite you to leave us a review. Your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry. You can connect with Dan and Cannon on Instagram and Facebook at My Fence Life. The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan, Cannon, and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business. I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life. Thank you.